Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan back in the Metroplex. Mike Bassick is not feeling well today. Hopefully he will be back tomorrow or soon whenever he's feeling better. You got me, Kevin Hagelin. Corey Majors and just to make it feel like he's here, Slim Scotty, mm. Joey Erickson. Are you suggesting that Mike board. could be back like this afternoon, like before the show's over? You said or you said tomorrow or like that'd be awesome. Maybe he's back in. earlier. He's a fast healer. <laughs> You know what? He might take the bait here. I doubt it. Uh, I just, there. I love Mike, but what about you leads you to believe that he's like, you know what? As soon as I feel better, I'm running right up to the office. Just to wouldn't, spite you. Yeah, wouldn't it just be tomorrow? <laughs> I'm always shocked on holidays when Mike's like, yeah, I'll work. And you're like, hold on. He, because the way he looks at it is, if my wife's still working, then why do I need to be off work? That's love right there. Sure. Right. I will save those days for whenever we can both uh, be off together and instead of me be, being off, having my own time to go do something. That's nice of Mike, man. So we have a few options here. I was going to start the show with Mavs Sons mm-hmm. or you could talk about Derek Carr. But I think what Corey really wants to talk about is Joe Pesci. Is that, Joe do Pesci I have that correct? Joe fascinating to me. What you, the hell brought this up? The reason up? this was brought up is because I said something was funny. Oh, you said I was funny, and I was like, oh, what do you mean funny? I think you said okay. something like, that's funny, and I said, you're funny. And you said, thank you. And funny then you how? started doing the funny how, like, like a, I'm clown. a clown. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Joe Pesci. Better, I think better better resume than people give him credit for. He won an Academy Award? He won for My Cousin Vinny, right? No, for Goodfellas. Who won it for My Cousin Vinny? Was it Marissa, Marissa Tomei? Tomei? Oh my gosh, I love Marissa Tomei. That dude was in, I don't know if you ever saw Gone Fishing with uh, Danny Glover, <laughs> I, I, I believe. I do not believe I have seen that Yeah, movie. that was good. Is it, that, is it when they're older? Is it older people doing yeah. crusty old things? Yeah, he was okay. in Raging Bull. Yes, that movie sucks. What do you mean that All movie? Right, look, here. Hear me out real quick. Hear me out real quick. And you know what? You know, you say that I fall in line with the critics. Usually you're right. Master and Commander is a great exception. But Raging Bull is not good. It has amazing cinematography and the way it's shot. I'll give that to you. It is a movie filled with very unlikable characters doing unlikable thing after unlikable thing to one another, and it's a little boring. I know Wow. AFI will tell you it's like one of the best movies of all time. I've seen it. It's not great. I cannot believe it. I know. I've never seen it. Lethal Weapon 2, uh, uh, he was in that, and that was that was where I really think he was on fire, dude, was Lethal, the Lethal Weapon movies. Okay. He was really good. Obviously, Home Alone. Yeah, that's right. Good fellas. <laughs> Did you know that him and Daniel Stern like really didn't want to be in Home Alone too? But they were like, "What if we give you all the money?" And they're mm-hmm. like, "Well, 
What can you do? Uh, Goodfellas was good, I guess. Um, Goodfellas is great. My cousin Vinny, JFK. Oh, he was man. in a movie in 91 called The Super. So like 90, That movie sucks, by the way. 92. This dude was just on fire. Lethal Weapon 3. Uh, Home Alone 2, which maybe not the best. A Bronx Tale. Oh, that's pretty good, too. Uh, Casino. Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag. Uh, Lethal Weapon 4. I mean, like, the dude, it's, it's it's wild how good his career actually was. You know what? I anticipated this on the fan text. It's not going great for me. <laughs> From the <laughs> 571, Kevin, you're completely wrong. Raging Bull is incredible. Another 571. Adi- what? You're totally wrong. And then somebody slides in with the... Gone Fishing is a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with that. From the 214, Raging Bull is excellent. Kevin, you're insane. From the 254, so Raging Bull sucks and I don't need car insurance. Got it. I never <laughs> said that you don't need car insurance. You I can't remember exactly how you went need about it. car insurance. But I think you did. He uh, was in he, Casino, too, right? He, yeah, I said that. He, he was in a movie called Man on Fire. Is it the Denzel movie? Before Denzel. So it was a remake, the one Denzel did, which I thought was awesome. But same characters, Creasy and everything. That that was a good movie, dude. (laughs) So far, there's only one person who's with me about Raging Bull. I appreciate it. And from the 972, Kevin would have let Raging Bull get shoplifted from Blockbuster. (laughs) Did it matter to you? Do you remember the movies that were taken whenever you kicked that person's window out? Uh, Yes. One of them was two can play that game. Nobody knows what that is. I'd that was at the time. Why did they steal that, dude. At the time, that movie was hot, hot, hot. Especially at our blockbuster. Oh yeah. I want to say the other one was what's the worst that can happen? Maybe that was Vivica Fox. I remember. Yes. That now. See, yeah. that movie was super hot at the time, and. Um, Man, I didn't know that this many people would have this many opinions. That's fine. You can love Raging Bull. I'm just telling you, I don't care for it. From the 469, the super was funny with two exclamation points. I don't think I've ever seen that either. Go watch. I'll tell you what. Go watch the super. And if you can come in tomorrow, tonight, do it tonight. If you can come home. Or come, hold on, let's what is try happening? that again. If you can come back to the show tomorrow uh-huh. and tell me with a straight face that you thought that was a really good movie, I'll just concede to all your opinions all day. Okay. If I don't you know, can I don't, watch that, that movie and tell me it's really good. Will that be entertaining to the Tolos to hear Kevin just agree with everything I say tomorrow? Probably. Like, no matter what I say, I'm just like, oh my gosh, tomatoes are the best. My, my wife insisted again this weekend that one of our uh, peace-a-thon auctions should be Kevin wears shorts all week or I have to go to a wedding in shorts. I was like, I would never. And she goes, you would for charity. Yeah, you love charity. So I do. You do. Uh, you and absolutely spice do. And Porsche. Some and, yeah. other people are out on Raging Bull. There are some people Thank that are you. like that. Uh, I think me and you from the 972 are the only ones that feel that way. What the F was that movie Raging Bull? People hype it up as something amazing. And the, then you watch it. It's just average. Yeah, the way it's shot is incredible. But like the actual plot, you're like... Cool. Which, what, so is Taxi Driver better? Yeah, ta- <laughs> I think Taxi Driver is better. I like Robert De Niro's performance better in that. The whole weird thing about Jodie Foster and mm. then that guy who went to go shoot President, uh, I think it was President Reagan at the time. Did you know that, right? Because he was trying to impress, I think I got my timeline right. This dude, John Hankley, watched Raging Bull and he's like, you know what? I'm going to impress Jodie Foster by shooting the president. They ended up shooting James Brady. It's a whole weird thing. Oh I gosh. feel pretty confident about I'm like... 
98% about that. I like Taxi Driver better, but that is another movie that's probably not for everybody, I except think, for John Hankley. I think Joe Pesci is Jack Black. Like, he is oh. a great side character. Like, Jack Black may be the most elite side character to have. Because you can, he's not going to be like a super serious guy. He's going to give you those moments every Such once in a while. Fellas. The greatest movie he did, like, by as the lead, was still he was carried by a cast of children, which was School of Rock. So, oh, like, but, right. Jack, but Jack Black is one of those guys where he's like, he's a really good side character. He brings some funny to it as well. From the 817, I turned on at 10.03. Where is Mike? He is not with us today, uh, but we expect him to be out, but to be back soon. So just to let you know if you're but wondering where Mike today. is. Maybe today. I was going to say not Nobody today. knows the answer to that Don't question. Shrug your shoulders at that. You know that's <laughs> Thank not Thank you, Joey. Happening. I appreciate that. All right, let's go ahead and fire off. Yeah, <laughs> let's go ahead and fire off cut number six if we can. Please. Comes Booker up the right side, finds Durant, open for three left wing. That's all net for KD. He's got 33. Now, originally, I wanted to talk about why the Mavericks continue to struggle to close out games. We could talk about that at any point then. One of the questions that you asked, Corey, that I thought was a good one is I think I changed my answer as we went along, which shows that I'm a Mavericks fan and maybe homered it up just a little bit. Because your question was, is this a playoff kind of S game or playoff preview? When we were winning, there's definitely times that I thought, yeah, that's a damn good point, Corey. And then, like, you weren't there to say anything back to me. But then <laughs> I was like, you're stupid, Corey. They're just still trying to get their team together. So I was, like, reacting to the email that you had already sent while I was watching the game. And I think I settled on probably, but I think your question is stupid because it made me sad. Uh, do you accept that criticism? Yes, I okay. absolutely do accept that criticism of what I said. Here's the other thing that I really took out of uh, this this weekend's this game. Not be about the super. Oh, no, nothing about the super. Okay. This is a legitimate sports conversation now, okay, Kevin. Good. This is where you miss Dodo. This is where you miss Dorian Finney-Smith. Oh, uh, Kevin Durant's probably going to be unstoppable anyway with this team. Like, but Kevin Durant, you had nobody that could really guard him whenever he wanted to make a shot. Although that was something to see a couple times when they had Hardaway matched up on him. I was like, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, Josh Green just out there putting his hands anywhere he can. Just like, ah, up, down, oh, side. Oh, he looked like he was doing jazzercise out there. But it, it that's where that's where this thing kind of turns, man. Like, Kevin Durant, they are the favorite. They are definitely the favorite because of Kevin Durant and what they can do. It opened, I mean, just think about this. It opened up Chris Paul for two three-pointers because everybody has to focus so much on the other two scores, and DeAndre Ayton goes missing. So this that's a very difficult team to deal with. Man. I don't know if you want to use the exact verbiage, and that's fine if you don't. Do you have Chris Paul thoughts? He's Can I say that? It is early in the morning. I might not. He's he's still a B.A., all right? That's the, that's the word I'm going to use. He's a guy... Reggie will say a junk puncher. You know, that's one of the things. He is definitely that. He's one of those guys. He's the kind of guy, was it Luis Suarez, the soccer player, who would bite people on the on the field? I would expect, like, Chris Paul to be a biter. You know, and if, if everything comes down to it, he'd be one of those kind of guys. And Booker still is, too. He's the most hated out of all the bunch. I, I love Luca's approach on, hey, you know, wait till three seconds left in the game to start talking trash. Can I ask a question about that? Like, in the, I'm not trying to defend 
Devin Booker whatsoever. Like I, I know what you, you know said. what? You're right. I definitely just set up the, <laughs> hey, I hope this is not offensive, but mm-hmm. like, just stop. If you say that, just stop what you're doing. I should probably take my own advice. But wasn't that the perfect spot for Devin Booker to get his, let's say, jerkish, passive-aggressive info out? Like, because the game was on the line, and Luka missed a shot that he, like said, one of his friends texted, was like, dude, come on. Even I could have made that shot. That feels like the perfect time to really make your trash talk sting by being like, hey, sweet shot. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I know people are debating. I know they're not debating what Luca said back, but Mm -hmm. they're debating what Booker said to start it all. That's what I think he said. He's like, hey, really clutch right there. And you're going to get mad because you know, like, that shot cost the team the game. I know there was a lot that went into it that cost the team the game. But in that moment, you're like, if I would have made that shot, we could have kept going, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, there are lots of things that could have happened if that shot would have gone down. And you know what? I never expect him to miss that shot again. Like, how, sure. how many times do you think he misses that? One out of 2,000? Probably. And just on one of those w- real weird, rare moments where I think he thought he got the foul and was like, I'm going to go put it up, and then was like, oh, crap. Um, the other part is I like that that went back and forth. Even if Luca created it and manifested it himself, if he made whatever, Devin could have been saying nothing. He could have been just pointing, saying, yeah, he, we got we should have gotten a foul. He could have been saying nothing. And Luca's sitting there going, and that's when I took it personal. And that's what I want. I, I, I mean, because remember last year during the playoffs, they're up, and he's like, everybody's talking trash when they're up, right? Sure. And and as soon and then all of a sudden the Mavs level them. So like that's I want him to manifest these things where he gets angry and has some sort of dispute going on in his mind so that he can take over against those guys. And I totally get the people texting in like for the six eight two. That's chicken s. I, I mean that's true, but I think isn't that also why Mike will call Devin Booker chicken head? But, like, I don't think anyone thinks Devin Booker's legitimately tough, mm. and he's the guy who would do just that. It just sucks when you lose the game because he can walk away and be like, hey, my team's 3-0 and since we made our trade. Yours is 2-5. and Yep. You know, and that's the part that really sucks. Yeah, and, and I'd probably say um, that's fine. The playoffs for for Luca matter more this you know this go around. Hopefully, it matters more for Kyrie. Like that's you can win the regular season game. That's great, sure. buddy. Good for you. Now let me go you wipe that. you up on this court during the playoffs, and let's see if you're going to keep talking trash like that whenever I'm two and zero against you in the playoffs. That's what you really want. You really want to be like when it whenever everybody was looking at you. What else happened? This regular season. I hope the Mavs got to get it together. So they got to figure it out. Maxi, we got to have a healthy Maxi on the court. We can't have him out there sore. I don't know that. Like, what was Luca's injury throughout that game? He was running like Mo from the <laughs> office early in the game, and then later in the game, he looked fine. Most, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so your response instead of "What the f did you say?" would have been like, "Yeah, just like you in Game Seven. Yeah, something like okay. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's get to the playoffs, man. This is a regular season game, and we're not completely healthy right now. And I, I think it is, it's from from the four six nine. He missed that shot earlier in the game too. When I say that shot, I'm talking about that much time pressure. left. Those kind of situations, I expect him to make those. Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was tough. I remain, I don't know if this is the right word. I remain encouraged that Dallas is in there with the team that is the second leading favorite to win the NBA title. But I know other people will bring up like, hey, this is the game that you have to win. Like, 
You tell me the playoff scores, I think I can tell you if they win or lose. And if you tell me 130-126, that's a game you have to win Mm -hmm. because it was an out-offensed game, right? And you're like, all right, defense is dumb. If you lose your 101-96 game, I get that because that feels like it's a game you're going to lose. If it's at this tempo and at this pace that the Mavericks have to operate at to be victorious, I would have thought that they would have won that game. And you mentioned DeAndre Aiden. I agree offensively disappeared, but again, another time when the opposing team's big, you know is going to control the board. 16 rebounds yesterday. From the uh, 5-6-1, and I'm not sure where that is, so you let me know. Kevin, why are you defending Devin Booker? This is, again, Kevin, the big question of why are you such a Booker fan? Is it because Mike isn't there? Hmm. I think... Would you defend Devin Booker to Mike's face? I think so because I like wrestling. Wow. And I think that's the thing is sometimes I think, like, that's the perfect wrestling move. You know, right? Like, it's over. Mm -hmm. You can't win. And you're like, oh, hey, hell of a shot right there. Like, it reminds you of Major League when when the dude gets on first base and the Yankees first base and goes, wow, really knocked the crap out of that one. And this is a little like Wesley Snipes little oops hit. Is that that's what Devin Booker did in that moment. He's like, hey, good shot. Yeah, there's the Tim Duncan trash talk where it's just like too slow. You know, like Kevin Garnett would always be like he would talk trash, but he would say it in one word phrases the entire time. And then there's MJ who once you got mad and he got mad, he would then go on this tear. And it wasn't until you had been suffocated to death that he looked at you and just kind of shrugged his arms. And then you were like, man, he didn't even say anything to me. That's how bad he beat me. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, I know we're not in surprise anymore, but we can still do that spring training showcase. Mm. It's early, but do you like the impact of the new baseball rules thus far? We'll do it next. And maybe some Texas Tech sadness right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The 1-1 is golfed high in the air to left field. Going back on it, Adams at the track looks up. That ball's out of here. Deep onto the berm, just to the right of the Angels' bullpen in left field. Adolis Garcia with a solo home run. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. That is Jared Sandler on the call right there. I know that guy. I was going to ask you guys, I know it's early, but do you like the impact the new baseball rules have had thus far? I can give you some more context there if you would like. Or do you want to mention what happened at Texas Tech? Uh, did the Stars win on Saturday? Hell yeah! They whooped Oof. Colorado's 
ass. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. But you mean they whooped Colorado's abs? <laughs> that's not bad. Okay. That yeah. is not bad yeah, at man, all. Yeah, man. That's awesome, dude. That the Stars are back doing their things. They just had some recalls from uh, the from the Stars to the Texas Stars. That is. So we got that rolling with us. So yeah, man. Are they back to their winning ways? Who knows? Uh, that's yes. the question that remains that's what to I be say. seen. Everyone's like, oh, just wait till Colorado. All right, maybe. The, but in the meantime, stomp them down. But yeah, they did it during the regular season, which I said I know, doesn't matter. I know. Just moments ago, so I guess I can't be too excited about it. Yeah, you can. Be excited in the moment. All okay. right. Live your now. Okay, I will. And live your truth. I mean, live your now is all I really needed right okay. there. But Kevin, the Texas Tech sadness, I know you want to get this this in. I just the coach didn't know what he was doing. I don't understand. I just don't know. Like I can see how he thought like it might have been a good idea to start, but then like there was no other thought. And he was like, you know what? I'll give a Bible verse that could inspire people. But like at some point, you had to be like, hmm. This is the basketball coach, correct? Yeah. This is the guy who replaced Chris Beard. That Chris Beard is Texas. I know, but Beard was once oh, at, oh, at yeah, Texas yeah, yeah, Tech, yeah. correct? I, I could see how you'd be like, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But instead, he used a Bible verse that, oh my goodness, if you haven't heard already, it referenced slaves serving their master. Among other things, I know before people get mad, it's like, well, it said other things too. Okay, fine. But if... In the scripture you're quoting, you say, and slaves serving their master, that is never going to be a good idea. No. Yep. I don't know why nobody... Was this, was this a planned speech? Surely he only got in the by himself, it. right? He was like, you know what? I was in Bible school this morning, and I, I ran across this one. I just got to put this one into the conversation today. Uh, I don't... Th- I, I don't... Uh, yeah. I think that maybe he should run those speeches past the other coaches first and be like, what are y'all's thoughts? And then they're like, nah, don't do that, man. I also, I'm really curious about the religious makeup of his team. Like, I can see how, personally, I, like, it doesn't bother me whatsoever when people quote, let's just say, other parts of scripture to me. But I could see how it's not for everybody. Like, if you're there to play basketball and somebody's like, you know what it says in the Bible, I can see how to people that would be, off-putting to them, you know? And so I don't know if I thought that was a great strategy to begin with, Mm -hmm. but most, most, most certainly not this way. Yeah, I would say avoid that if possible. Yeah, so he is uh, currently on suspension. Oh, man, all the coaches, all the basketball coaches in the state are just in so much trouble. Yeah, that's a good point. The Big 12 tournament starts for them against West Virginia on Wednesday. I am not entirely sure how that's going to work out for him. There are some questions on the fan text, Kevin, that I'll let you answer in your own time when you want to text those people back. Okay. I will. Not all texts that that come in get A, read on air. On air. Or responses. 
Yes, I actually have, like, I really want to have a conversation with one of those fan texters because I actually have lots of thoughts about what they texted in about specific Bible verses, but that's neither Where here Where can they there. have a conversation with you, Kevin? Ooh, you know what? If you ever email us and want to come hang out in the studio, we can do that. We have amazing remotes and stuff all the time. Card show, mm-hmm. Dallas Card Show this weekend. I'm around. You're going to be at the Dallas Card Show? That's right. We're going to have a Lou Ferrigno on Friday. That is amazing. All right. No chance Joey knows who that is. In the meantime, Hulk, he's incredible Hulk Hogan. That is different people. Actually, kind of. Okay. All right. Do you like the early changes that these rule shifts have brought about in baseball? I can. When give you, you say shifts, it it is interesting because you, that points to that one first, right? And. I don't know. I won't know until like middle of the season, really, okay. like wh- how much it's affecting the left-handed hitters uh, or how much it's helping them. Like it, it could be a, a drastic change or maybe they just find another loophole where they move the left fielder over into a, a rover type place. And they, like, there's all sorts of place ways to do this. They have tried that. And did you see Max Scherzer's way? To try to get around. It's exactly what Mike was talking about last week, isn't it? I watched that. Well, and he just waited while the person called timeout, the batter, and then the second the batter stepped in the box, he's like, bam, I'm ready to go. And so he said, umps need to figure out the pitch clock. But here's the impact it's made thus far, because its impact has been staggering. It's just spring training, and we're still early in spring training, but... At this point in spring training last year, average hitter in spring training was hitting 259. Average hitter in spring training thus far, 272. So you're up by 13 points. That's a big difference. That means that DeGrom and Gray haven't pitched yet. That's a good point. Andy Ovaldi. Which, you know what? That's a whole different. Hey, he pitched two innings. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. All right. And then runs per game. 10.6 10.6 at this time last year. Now it's up to 11.9. I'm going back to the DeGrom and, and John Gray situation. Okay, that is fair. And Kumar Rocker, or Kumar Rocker has not got enough pitching yet. We were there for what was going to be the John <laughs> Gray start. Then right before, they're like, so here's the deal. And so let's just look at it from a strictly offensive point of view. Batting average is up 13 points and runs per game up 1.3. Those seem like sizable impacts. But why did baseball really do all of this? I know offense is like, you know, part of the deal and everything. Speed the game up. Games? So that Eric Nadell would be like, oh, this is going smoothly. (laughs) And if you're not, if you don't know what that's in reference to, because we've talked about this many times. (laughs) Just listen to the Rangers game here on the fan. Yeah, I think Eric Nadell is a freaking delight. He's a legend. His pair up with Matt Hicks and them all with Jared Sandler, I think they're fantastic at broadcasting. One of my favorite things when we did the night show, especially when we would be on after Rangers games, is listening to Eric Nadell either sometimes straight out or sometimes low-key lament how slow the game was going. And he it's like, you know, seven to six, and he goes, Oh, you might have been tuning in to get ready for the post-game show, but don't worry, here we are in the bottom of the sixth. And it was always <laughs> something like that that I got a huge kick out of how much he was like, come on, dude. It would be like second inning, and he would be like, and you, Darvish, who has the most time spent on the mound, usually, and he would, like, clock out every pitcher and how long their games typically are. No sense it of urgency from Darvish it. on yeah. that throw right there. <laughs> yeah, that was absolutely. But thus far, he's going to be stoked. Games are an average of 22 minutes shorter. That's that's really good. That seems 
Uh, small sample size, but that seems like a shocking amount. But and it didn't for me, Kevin, out at those games, it didn't take away from the game for me. Okay. Like the fact that they, it did feel like it was sped up just sure. a little bit, but it felt like everybody had like something to do important. You know, everybody's, they're trying to play the game. And like I said, every other great sport out there, like they answer to a clock and now baseball has to as well. And it just felt like every, everything had a purpose rather than we're just kind of, what are we waiting on here? Let's go, man. So I did like that part of it. Now, Corey, I won't say I took this sheet of paper. You definitely stole that out I of the will, press no, box. You stole that. No, I will say somehow I got it. I don't know if we were supposed to take this. Kevin has the stickiest fingers <laughs> on the station. Hey, that's why I went to jail when I was a kid. That's a true story. That's a true story. Is This is MLB's propaganda sheet about... <laughs> it is! Propaganda. This is their propaganda sheet about why all of the new rules are great. Here's some bullet points for you. Pitch timer, less downtime, more action. Shift restrictions, more hits, more athleticism. Bigger bases, increased safety, extra stolen bases. And at the very bottom, it works. 8,000 plus games of minor league testing since 2019 with great results. Average length of a minor league game decreased by 25 minutes from 2021 to 2022. So I know I, I like said it. that it seems like 22 minutes shorter isn't an, an astonishing lowering. But here is MLB with their fact sheet saying it dropped 25 minutes. So that's the goal that they reasonably thought. And I think I'm kind of with you, Corey. That's why I like the rules changes thus far. If you weren't aware of the clock... I didn't feel like it changed the game. You can tell people are moving faster, and I understand that, but I didn't feel I was losing some of the nuances of the game. But did you feel like it was moving? Yes, yeah, like, for sure. Like that's something when you watch the pitchers, their their movement to get on the mound and on the rubber and set and going, you could tell that they knew it was more of a march, and that's what football is. Football is a march. Basketball is fast action. Hockey is... There's a lot of action going on, a lot of things moving at one time. Baseball was always a very casual, leisure kind of feel. And now I think it's going to become more of a march, especially in playoffs. Is that – okay, so my next question – and I know you're a baseball fan, so it's going to be maybe tough to answer, but is that going to make a difference for the more casual baseball fans? I know that's not you and you really love baseball, but one of the criticisms I've heard is – you made changes for people who don't care about baseball. And so the question is, like, will you burn your loyal, loyal fans who are like, I was not going anywhere. Why did you change this? And will you get enough people who are like, yeah, that's cool. I just still don't know if I care. I do think that there will be. So now you have the regular fan more interested, like the 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 not casual fan, but the real fan more interested in like, hey, I want to pay attention to some of these rules and see how it affects the game. And so I think they're going to be stuck in it rather than drifting away. That's one thing you want to make sure of is you don't lose your core. You never want to lose the core. That is something we've learned from politics. The, the you know <laughs> oh, that's no. but the uh, you want to make sure you have that group there for sure. Well, then how do you get those casual fans? Something exciting has to happen, and I think something things exciting will happen. The Aaron Judge moment last year had you know casual fans interested in the game enough to be like, what is this dude doing? It's 
It seems like people are, it seems like the players are doing a good job of understanding this early on. The average violations per game is only two. Now, I know there was the one clip that everyone stopped down for in the bottom of the ninth. You're like, what the hell? And I believe we've discussed you might get like a little looser enforcement, perhaps, of those rules in the ninth inning, which will drive people crazy. But is it really that different than how they operate with fouls in the NBA? Like, I I feel like you're like, you can't call that as a foul. Maybe in the second quarter, you can't call that as a foul right now. So I'm curious to see how it goes. But early on, the, the proof is out there is batting averages up 13 points is runs per game up 1.3 and games are 22 minutes shorter. How this carries over into the regular season, that's a whole nother question, but you are seeing the impact thus far. Man, there are a few people texting in right now, Kevin. The shift took away something very real about baseball. Having a guy standing 20 feet into right field was not baseball. Some rules are just making baseball more baseball again. And then I'll watch more if it isn't four hours long and I can ha- I don't have to watch three minutes of nothing between pitches. I think they have discovered, I want to say the NFL, but it, it goes beyond all sports. They have discovered the window you want to not exceed is three hours, right? Like college football is talking about some radical rule changes to perhaps get closer to three hours. The NFL shoots for three hours. Now baseball wants to make sure that they don't let that average time ebb outside of that window and then they can push it back. Because that's one thing that sometimes hockey and basketball usually have going for them is you can usually get a game at closer to like 235 as opposed to three hours. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, I know Mike is not here, but fear not. Mm. We will still bring you baseball buckets with Corey Majors. Yeah, I got some baseball notes, but should we just discuss Fritz Von Erich versus Giant Baba Texas death match that happened years ago, Kevin? Oh, man, they're making a movie about so the Von Erichs. Fun. Next on The Fan. Do we even know who said buckets there? Is it Colby like or Parker? Zach Galifianakis. Okay, it could be Zach. I don't. I don't know if that's the case. It's baseball. either him or Zach Wolchuk. Okay, is what I'm going to say. Baseball buckets. The original baseball segment of 105.3 The Fan, brought to you by 105.3TheFan.com/slash/merch. Mm. Mm. Wear me. That's not. I don't know if that's exactly right. That's but the slogan. Yeah. Mm. Wear me. Mm-hmm. Because we want you to wear our gear. We got KNC Masterpiece shirts up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got your appreciated shirts, hats, mm-hmm. hoodies, yeah, twolos, tolos, whatever you like, man. Go check it out, 1053thefan.com slash merch. Mm, wear me. <laughs> okay. I mean, that could be the slogan. Now, Kevin, we can either hit some of these baseball notes <laughs> or we can talk about... <laughs> The Dennis versus the mechanic. 877-881-1053. You text in and let us know if you want dentist versus mechanic or baseball notes. Okay. I definitely want baseball notes, but I'm intrigued by the other one because Corey has a dentist appointment coming up. And, and then, it's supposed to be today. I know. We had to shift it and you go, ah, man, they said they would let me know if they had a sooner appointment. I think they're full of crap. And then I started to think like... Who do you think is more full of crap that you can't do anything about, Mm. the dentist or the mechanic? And I hear you. Like, if you know how to fix cars, props to you. We probably need to talk more. Yes. But, like, the dentist is like, ooh, you see that patch on your third left incisor? We got to do something about that. You don't know. You're still trying to figure out which incisor that is. Yeah. I was like, is that one of the pointy teeth or not? And It feels like it. Yeah. And then we have to do, we have to do this nonsense where your dentist looks at you. They're already disappointed because they know the answer. Have you been flossing? Come on. 
You know it. I know it. Three times a day. Literally looking at my teeth. You're joking. No, okay. not at all. When was the last time you flossed? Uh, I want to say about three days ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. a couple of days ago. My mom would even be proud of me for I'm saying not, that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying I never floss, but the way they want me to floss, I'm like, come on, you know I don't do it, and so do I. I also think sometimes they're like, you know why your gums bleed? Because you're not flossing. I But the floss makes it bleed. But multiple times Back. I've wanted to be like, or maybe it's because you floss too hard. Right. Like, the way you floss is not the way I floss. She's like, you know what? I'm going to dig into your gums. And that's just not the way I would floss at home anyway. But come on. Like, you know why I'm here. Is your floss made of hand saws? What yeah. are you doing in there she, right now? She's tough. Yeah, man. No, I, I I try to keep up with it. I usually floss when stuff is stuck. And I probably should floss more often. So they're probably right about that. And they know they got you. They're like, ha yeah. I caught you in a lie. Sucker, don't act like you. Even if you flossed every day but one, they'd be like, "Have you? did you floss every day between the last time you got here? And then the look you get. From your mechanic or whoever. You go in for an oil change. You tell them you're not changing your air filter. It's like you just punched their dog. Your car is going to blow up whenever you drive off the lot. That's exactly the way I feel whenever I say, hey, I need an oil change. And they're like, ooh, this air filter. And then, like Joey, you pointed out, they'll bring the cabin filter out, too. This thing's disgusting. You're breathing this in. Is do that you really, really want that? Is that really your filter, or do they just have the stock filter back there that, that should be have been lying. changed? That would be lying. Okay. I just, that's the thing. I don't know. The mechanic is like, hey, your Flugenheim valve, and you're like, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, what am I going to do? I'm going to take my phone out and Google it right there, just like my dentist goes, ooh, do you see that bite pattern? You're like, How? How am I seeing that bite pattern inside the wearing of the teeth? The only thing that sees this bite pattern is my food. Um, From the 972, grow up and get a water pick, Peter Pan. That's a good point. Yeah, they called you Peter Pan. Because it's two times. I don't think I can hold the dentist off anymore if they remember. But I also don't think they made a note on my chart that's like, asked about water pick, no. But the last two times, she said, do you have a water pick? And I'm like, oh, no, I should really do that. But then I just discovered within the last two weeks, my wife has had a water pick all along. Oh, my gosh. And I think I just got in a bad habit of when she tells me not to look in her closet, I don't look at her right half of the sink at all. So we have, like, the two sinks. It's I, filthy. I just don't look over there, and there's a water pick sitting right there. Is we could have avoided this. Adrian has one, too, and it's full of water. So I don't know if she ever uses it. Like I, I I should get one. I use it whenever I need to. Uh, like if I'm eating barbecue, there's pepper. I mean, that's just a like real quick. It's going to get all that out. Um, from the 972 KNC Masterpiece, home of the questionable teeth and shoddy cars. But hey, sports. I like that. That's a good motto. That's a good motto. That's a good slogan to run with. Uh, from the 817, we had a car brought from shop around the corner. Had low oil pressure, according to the indicator on the dash. The shop around the corner told... Uh, told them it needed an engine. We put a $20 oil pressure sensor in it, and it fixed it less than a half hour. Oh, good news. You didn't need a new engine. Yeah. Hey, got to replace the whole thing. That's usually the way that it goes. Kevin, Cole He's- Reagan's looked pretty good while we were out there. We'll let the, we'll yeah. let the text come When's in. When's the last time you check your timing belt? I don't know. It hasn't. It's been a while. You know what your math sensor is doing right uh, now? I what don't. is a math sensor? I don't know. Massive airflow. Cole Reagans is awesome. He can throw the ball way harder than he used to. He is maybe the eighth or ninth pitcher down on the list, right? Like I can it, see that. In, that. in that world, because when the Rangers went out and purchased 
pitchers this year. They purchased pitchers with a bunch of young, questionable pitchers in place. So would you say Oda Rizzi, who, by the way, has his own name tattooed on his back? He does. It's a fun fact I really, if you we, wanted to know that. Why didn't we get a chance to ask him about remember, that? he was kind of hurt. Oh, Is it yeah. like the jersey? On the back, it, like it's across the shoulder blades. It's like in old, in, <laughs> yes, but it's in like the old English font, kind okay. of. So it would go, would it go Oda Rizzi, Dunning, Otto, and then that's when you say like Reagan yeah, start moves mixing into in the some mix. of these guys. Okay. Okay. They kind of get in there. I got you. And and it was a, I mean, it was a smart move for the Rangers to be to be competitive. You need professional pitchers, not minor league pitchers. And most sure. of what the Rangers had. Aside from Martin Perez and an unhealthy, frequently John Gray, yeah, they had a bunch of minor league pitchers. Dane yeah. Dunning, fingers crossed. Hopefully, the dude can do all sorts of things. But right as of right now, Dane Dunning is a top tier minor league pitcher who still is waiting to say, "This is what I actually am." And and I do think I'm I, I might disagree with you a little bit there. I I think Dane Dunning has shown he can be a major league pitcher. But I understand with the resources they went out and got yeah. how you would okay. be bumped out. I I look forward to the opportunities that he does get because I think he is going to get opportunities, and I really hope he does well. Oh my gosh, is that Jake's in there? Oh, Jake's I did not Burgers see. Just oh. rolled up into this place. Oh okay. my god! It might not be for us. It might just be for Joey and Carter. It might just be for Joey and Carter. But I grew up on Jake's in my old neighborhood in East Dallas, dude. I love me some Jake's. Do you think they brought me one with nothing on it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Okay, nice. Uh, Reagan's ranked number 12 by Prospects MLB Pipeline before he graduated from the prospect status in September. Pitched three innings of one-run ball against the Angels, and that's whenever everything kind of took off. Here is Bruce Bochy. He's getting talked about a lot, I can tell you that. It's great to see someone like this that you know you're going to need. We're going to get this figured out, but it's what you want to see. These guys come in. Throw the ball the, the way that he's throwing it. We've got some tough decisions, but he's doing all he can. I can say that. I love this because this puts you in two very good situations. Either this dude becomes a good pitcher for you in the future because he did. Mike was talking about he went from like 94 up to 96, touching 99 in that area. Yeah. This is this is great because, Kevin, I'm looking at this depth across the minor leagues in pitching, and maybe not all of them are great, okay? Maybe not all of them turn out for us. But somebody may say, we'll take that as a value in the trade whenever you want to add X, whatever player you want. You're, you're like, okay, we have so many prospects. Because we have major leaguers signed, we can move on from some of these, but they're very valuable to other people too. Let's, okay, let's talk. Well, we're going to talk even make a deeper dive in this tomorrow, but I'm so glad that you brought that up because I think for longtime Rangers fans, or let's even say you're a Rangers fan of the last decade, mm-hmm. right, is you get kind of beat down by hearing that all your best prospects are in rookie ball or like low A ball. So it's cool to see that some of the prospects you're most excited about could theoretically be in the big leagues like sooner rather than yeah. later. Like Bruce Bochy, for example, another thing he said is, well, but Evan Carter's not going to make the opening day roster. And he goes, I don't know if I could say that 100%. But, like, I love it. that's crazy. Clean slates even across the, the board. Yeah, even the thought. And we had conversations with multiple people who absolutely think he could be in the lineup on opening day. Not that he would be, but that he would fit in just fine. That's crazy for a lot of Rangers fans. People like you, people like me, because we've been used to, like, oh, man, 
this guy down in rookie ball, you wait in five years, he's going to be something. Well, and that was the other thing too, Kevin. Not only that, with the the DVDs and the gallows and the profars and all those things. You know, the other thing was that once you had made the World Series run, and then you continued to chase it. JD did, and he'll admit it. Sure. He wanted it. He wanted it. Sure. And everybody did. We were like, "Go get it! Yeah, yeah, go get us Matt Garcia, or Matt Garza." And that costs you. Go get us this pitcher, and that costs you. And then the next thing you know, you're depleted in your minor league system. Rangers are in the prime position of they are going to be competitive. They have things they can trade if they want to, but they also have an upcoming group of guys that are going to be in maybe three or four years. This could be a very good young squad, and you may not have to go out and buy pitchers the way that they had to. And then to circle back around to where we started, going to the dentist on Thursday to get two chipped teeth filled, almost a grand out of pocket, but it beats looking like a hobo. Can you is hobo like is that, a, is that an offensive term what now? Is, what, like can we can't not, say that, Kevin. You can't like did it again. Yeah, what? the line was here, jumped right over it. What are you? Sp- <laughs> a uh, I, this a is one of those moments. I, I don't here, know. Let me, let me help you out. Is that really offensive? According to Dove Kleiman, there is a report that the Titans are shopping Derrick Henry. They are? They've already moved on from multiple veterans, Kevin. Lord knows we'll probably want them. We can make Zeke work. We can make this work. Let's take Derrick Henry as well. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's go back to Mavs' sons in which NBA MVP candidate is under the most pressure to make a deep playoff run. We'll do that next right here on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 